You're listening. I just, I just don't care. Look, if you're 300 pounds, then you are a monster, and I don't want you to talk. Welcome back to This Is A Work. My name is David Hensley. I'm the owner and creative director of Long Walk Productions, and I am here tonight to introduce your host, David Two Dogs. Hey! Thank you very much, David Hensley, and welcome to another edition of This Is A Work. I am your host, David Two Dogs Hayes, and with me as always here at Kayfabe Outpost 1, my tag team partner, Chris, the Fashion Play Barnes. How are you, brother? They'll let anybody in here, won't they? Yeah, I'll tell you what. (laughs) So, um, AEW Double or Nothing. Um, Controversy. Man, uh, what's what is? What do you mean? I haven't heard anything. <laughs> We've got issues with MJF. We've got issues with the women's tag division. We've got new people coming in. All kinds of craziness, man. Uh, uh, what'd you think of this pay per view? Just before we even get started, it was fun. Right on. Right I enjoyed on. it immensely. Right on. It helped that we uh, waited and watched Monday. At a reasonable hour. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who we got to talk to uh, with Vince and Tony about these time frames. But this thing went on way past midnight, uh, apparently. Well, I know why it happened. It's just it's because, I mean, since, it's, since their pay-per-views are quarterly, it's going to run long. I just wish they'd start sooner. Yeah, that that's... That's my thing. Just mm-hmm. started a little bit sooner. There's no reason to be keep keeping up people on the East Coast till midnight or after. We got to work for a living. So let's jump into it here. Um, not my favorite AEW pay per view. Um, you know they they all can't be five star. Um, and we're gonna talk about it. Uh, well, we started out with the uh, uh, the buy-in. Mm-hmm. And did you go back and watch that? I did. Yeah. I did. Okay, that was fun. That was really fun. That was a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> Hookhausen. Yes. <laughs> Hook and Danhausen. I'm not a huge fan of Danhausen, um, but you know I understand he has his place, and I enjoyed it uh, versus Tony Nese and Mark Sterling. So, Danhausen spent the early part of this match uh, in the ring just getting pummeled. Well, this is momentous for him having being in ring because he's, uh, he's not quite done yet, but um, months ago, he broke his pelvis. Really? A show. Yeah, be- right. He had broken his pelvis like right before he had been signed and been, been rehabbing. That's why he wasn't in the ring at all, just showing up. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, now I think now he's finally able to get back in the ring and work again. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, um, he he's not a bad hand. He's good for what he does, and I, yeah, I I, I don't I don't know. The, the I I enjoyed the match. It was it was okay. Um, I gave it two and a half Meltzers. Uh, Hook is awesome. There's. Hook is moving up the ladder really quick. It's time to put a title on him. 
something. I don't care what it is. Let him win that battle royal and, and win the ring. Okay. That's that. That's a good starting point. And you know, let's let's not give him too much too fast. You know, let's keep it light. But yeah, uh, something like that would be fun. So um, moving into the actual pay per view, and this is where things get weird. We have MJF versus Wardlow. Now, this is going to be a wrestling match for freedom, I guess. Is that what we're going to call it? Well, it's it's Wardlow's emancipation. Yeah. Uh, he, is, he, is technically, he is technically a wrestler in AEW, but he's contracted as MJF's bodyguard. Right. So MJF really controls his career. Right, right. And it's been leading up to, to this moment where he finally gets to have his match. And if he wins, he gets to, well, he, he gets to be part of the roster. Right. So things got so weird with this. It, it, it was almost, um, you know, th- there's been some controversy with MJF. Right. Um, and it started subtle, and that's what makes me think this is a work. I think it is. Uh, it is overall. It started uh, maybe month, month and a half ago uh, when he was uh, doing an interview and just casually brought up the fact that his, con- his contract is going to be up in a couple of years. And the next logical step for him would be WWE. And, you know, and then he unclear if he's working or not, and that's what makes MJF so damn good. He even brought it up. He's like, well, you know, I think there's a lot of great things happening in uh, WWE. I think um, Roman Reigns is a tremendous talent. I would love to wrestle him and uh, take his title. I would uh, – I think NXT's got a lot of promising things. Like, what was it last week? They had the makeout contest. I thought that was tremendous. And just the way he puts it over, you can't really tell yeah. what he's doing. And Well, then uh, we goes forward, and he says something about it on another podcast. And then uh, he goes to a fan fest and is really talking about wanting to leave AEW and go to uh, WWE. Mm-hmm. And then, well, then we come to the week of of, of uh, Double or Nothing. And he no-shows a, uh, a, a, a fan meet and greet. Yeah. And just no-showed. Apparently, he wasn't answering his phone or any mm-hmm. emails or any texts or anything. And then he showed up. Again, this is all hearsay. It is my understanding that he showed up to the arena roughly 20 minutes before his match started. Mm-hmm. He goes down and has just enough time to put his stuff on, walk down to the ring, do his thing, go back, changed his clothes and left right right then um the match was odd um mjf got jobbed hard i mean would would, wouldn't you agree oh yeah but i mean at at least what i 
I think it works in the context of the storyline too. So that, it, that, he, that Wardlow finally, finally gets his hands on MJF and achieves what he wanted to do and gets his freedom. He does. Uh, but then the, 10 power bombs. Yeah. In, in my world, that's burying somebody. Now, here's the problem with that. You can't bury MJF. I was about to say, I don't think he's the guy who – I don't think he's the guy who's never going to recover from that. No, no. He's, he's already – he's way too important to the roster. So, my take on that is this. These things would not be happening – if they haven't already worked something out, I don't. I don't know if that. I don't specifically think that means he'll stay past his up contract is up. But they've they've hashed this out clearly. Yeah. At least in my head, they've hashed this out. They've talked this out, and now they're like, "Well, let's use this." Yeah. Now, because of the way this match went, yeah, I can't score this high. No. Uh, it it wasn't a good match. It was a squash match. Uh, even though there was story to it, um, and the pro- and the problem I have with with what's going on with MJF right now is the meta story almost ruins Wardlow's story. A little bit, a yeah. little bit. And I I do believe that is why MJF decided, okay, just give me ten power bombs because if I think MJF is smart enough to know, yeah, if if I don't want you to give me ten power or power bombs, you're not gonna. No, do it. it wouldn't have happened that way. Yeah, and see, that's what helps you realize this. This is part of it. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, if he were, if he were shooting, if he was like, no, I'll just show up and do this for you, and that's it. Yeah. He would have gotten me. He would have gotten a power bomb. Been like, cover me, pin. I'm mm-hmm. out. Right. Like you, you know the difference between somebody who is clearly there just to do a job right to fulfill his contract and a guy who's doing this to further yeah (laughs) doing this to further something yeah he wouldn't have gone through the rigmarole of being stretchered out he would have just walked out did you see the did you see the promo this past wednesday i didn't but i heard a lot of things about it i heard a lot of good things about it i read the transcript of it he basically delivered CM Punk's pipe bomb. That is what people are saying. And someone pointed out something very interesting, which is this and a few other things happening right now kind of are setting up a AEW originals versus, you know, not specifically XWE, but people from who didn't, people from out, people brought in kind of vibe. That could be interesting. Because someone pointed out it's kind of the same thing that Hangman was going through with Punk. Yeah. That could be very interesting. I, I would be a little bit worried that that would lead to us another NWO thing. So I don't think it's leading to, to specifically a, a like a, a an overarching faction, but maybe but just a storyline. Right. Could so, something like maybe a Survivor Series? What Survivor Series probably should be? Right. Okay. And I, he, I could be down with that. And here's uh, something else. I just want to say. I'm already tired of this. <laughs> Um, I did not miss the endless speculation mm-hmm. uh, and and weird ass. Uh, is this a shoot? Is someone jumping ship? Things from from the late '90s, from the Attitude Era. Mm-hmm. I didn't miss it. 
I didn't miss people all of a sudden becoming business, you know, becoming wrestling experts online. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, oh, yeah. it's shitting up my Twitter. <laughs> uh, it is. And honestly, now it, it kind of it kind of fucks me up a little bit because I can't sit there and watch a match and, or just, you know, look at stuff online without people going, well, here's what's happening. You know, like, I'm done. I need you guys to stop and just let just let it unfold. See, I, I like it, but I, I, I like it, but I don't like it. Yeah. Had- See, this is just the wrestling version of um, people overanalyzing Game of Thrones or mm-hmm. any other 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 TV show. Yeah. But- and it's like, I, and I, 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 I enjoy a good angel angle that dances on reality. It has to sometimes. Sure. But just. If it if it's playing out, it's playing out. If it was real, we'll see MJF on on WWE TV soon enough. It's just like yeah. you won't know what what it is really, uh, especially with a guy like MJF who will always be playing you. Right, right. But for right now, I think it's an interesting angle. But everybody, what I hate most about it is it's it's bringing oh it's really roiling up the the fucking tribalism of people online who are oh, like oh yeah. Yeah, you know, WWE mm-hmm. best or AEW better is like uh, shut up. But no, this tribalism, I. This is what's important to me. Sure, I'm not. I'm not a fan of, of like Republican versus Democrat or uh, or anything anything like that. But I love WWE versus AEW or and that's, New Japan versus. And that's cool, and I, I I like that too, and it's fine to have a preference but what it ruins it for me mm-hmm. is when any sort of statement like you cannot even like like they cannot even give the ratings out for like how AEW shows did mm-hmm. without someone in the comments either just just going as like see they're dying WWE's gonna win it's like oh god damn it just shut up yeah, that's the thing that's now marks are gonna happen right and uh, that's fine that's that's, that, we'll see them at the gimmick table buying merch. It's just like it was, again, it's like I I I I, I kind of hate that word, but there are just some people I read comments from online or I hear them say something like "you fucking mark." Yeah, and and don't get me wrong, I, I consider myself a mark. Sure, but this, there's you know if you look at the Spanish language, there's several ways to say several things mm-hmm. uh, uh, to say the same thing. It's just it's going to have a different connotation the right. way you say it. Same thing with Mark. As I consider myself a Mark because I am a fan. Yeah. And then you would say, well, would you pay money to see uh, M- MJF get his ass kicked? Fucking A, I would. Well, then you're a Mark. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. And then there's the internet Mark. Yeah, it's it's like the old, it's like, um, I forget where it originally comes from, but it's like, it's not so much that a, they can't enjoy a good thing happening without saying that uh, that it's without feeling like something bad is happening to the competition. Right, right. And don't get me wrong, if there's any internet marks out there, we do enjoy your uh, your listenership. So <laughs> please don't let that be a deterrent. Hate listens or listens, so you know. Exactly. It's, it's kind of the same reason you can't buy something ironically because they don't differentiate between irony dollars and real dollars. Right. So when you support something <laughs> ironically, you're still supporting it. Right. 
Okay, so I gave this match uh, two Meltzers. That's fine. I honestly, it's it's not it's not something that should be graded all that high because it, right. the, the whole the whole bit of it from start to finish is storyline. Mm-hmm. It's like it's it's the storyline of Wardlow finally you know getting out from under MJF, and then there's the meta storyline of MJF fighting uh, AEW. Yeah. So now let's move into something worse than that. Um, I'm gonna catch some heat from my comments on this one. So just that depends buckle which, in. Which matches this? This is the Young Bucks versus the Hardleys. <laughs> um, um, it. I mean, it, it. They tried. Look, you can tell me that. And, and this is this is what the internet's been saying. Well, Jeff's looking bad, man. He's uh, he's taking too many high risk bumps. No, he was fucked up. See, he I, was fucked up. I don't know if this makes it better or worse or both, but people were saying that it he was still dragging from his match that he had with who was it. Uh, the previous right before oh, it, oh, um, it was like on it was like on uh, Rampage right before. Oh God, was I it don't Scorpio remember. Sky? Uh, no. I, I can't remember. Was he Darby? No, Darby was before that. Okay, but uh, it was recent. He had a big. He had a match with someone. It, it was a really also unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it at all. But that's he was fucked up. That's that's the begin and the end of it. As I. You guys can disagree with me if you want to. I know uh, he looked like he was getting ready to go out there and wrestle Sting for the TNA title. And I was waiting on Eric Bischoff to come in and stop the damn match. It was... I'll, I'll reserve my judgment in that regard, but he didn't look good. No. Um, apparently, yeah, uh, his boot did rip, apparently. That we, was a thing. We, we, we talked that, about it. Yeah, his his boot was open it's like what what is going on there yeah why didn't he fix it it ripped yeah it, it actually ripped and uh was some people said well that what that's part of the problem no. well, it's also no. uh, also that syringe that he stuck in his arm uh that no. might have something to do with no <laughs> that is baseless speculation uh, this is ba- 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 okay baseless. not baseless but it's speculation <laughs> <laughs> come on now it's speculation. <laughs> it is speculation. Allegedly. Um, Don't get me canceled, dogs. No, no. Well, no, you should think about him getting, him getting you sued. Well. Don't get me sued either, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> you know what? Uh, but, it, but here's the thing. I will hash this out with Jeff personally. What, whatever's going on there is, is just Jeff. I mean, it was, but overall, the Hardys were struggling. The, the Hardys were, uh, I mean, they were trying, but they were struggling. Yeah. They're too old to be doing what they're doing. Matt looked, now Matt looked a little bit slow. Yeah. But Matt's been looking slow since he got to AEW. Right. But he also had also eased off of the Hardy Boys style. Truth. And he, and, but, but with Jeff there, he's trying to go back to it, and that's not a good idea. Mm-mm. No, no. Um, lot of botches. Yeah. Uh, the that whisper in the wind spot mm-hmm. was. Uh, it, it, none of, no, there was nothing good here, and I granted the young bucks. I'm I'm not huge fans of, but 
I gotta, I gotta think that they had to be disappointed. It's like we're about to wrestle our heroes. Don't you gotta, you gotta believe that they were watching the Hardys when they were growing up as kids, and I was like, that's what we want to do. It's well, that's very possible considering the fact that uh, I looked up on Wikipedia how old the the Bucks are. Yeah, um, Matt Jackson is thirty seven. Nick Jackson is thirty two. Yeah. Old souls. <laughs> they're they're the old bucks. <laughs> yeah. That's just an excuse to call someone old before their time. <laughs> it that is old in wrestling. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh yeah, the, there was nothing really good about this match. It was choppy. There was botchy. It um it, it was way too loose and well uh, uh, the hard the the Hardys win, and people were very much aware that this was a shit match. Well, not the people who had their nostalgia goggles firmly in place, but well, sure, there's a couple <laughs> of those out there, but uh, there's more than you think. Yeah, I I did not like this match at all. I gave it uh, one and a half Meltzers. And that's just be that's all one and a half of that goes to Matt. And <laughs> which one? Oh, uh, Hardy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I will say something good about the Young Bucks. Sure, they are athletic without looking athletic. Yes. Um, that's all I can say. They don't know how to build a match. They. I mean, uh, considering what they were working with, I think they did good. But sure, sure. Uh, I, they did that thing again that I hate, which is they—I uh, forget which Buck did it—but they took a finisher from Matt Hardy. Mm-hmm. They took his twist of fate, and then, I mean, a spot like that, you protect a finisher by having someone break the pin. Right. They just kicked out of it. Yeah. <laughs> and stuff like that just kind of ruin ruins a match. For I you know I, I'm with you. I I hate that. It's uh, but. I guess I'm okay with it, and I'm coming around to it because, well, that's just where we are now. That's It's happening. <laughs> of course, in that match, I guess I could kind of believe it more. <laughs> Truth. Uh, so, yeah, one, one and a half Meltzers for this one. Moving in. Um, did, you, did you enjoy Jeff's little bit after the match where he ran to the crowd and then ran back to the ring? Like, ha-ha, I didn't really do it this time. Yeah, I wasn't even going to. That's what I'm here for. Comment on such <laughs> things. Um, I don't want Jeff here anymore. I don't want, like, not on the earth, just I don't want him in wrestling anymore. Well, I don't Matt want, does, so however long that's going to take to wrap up. I'm not a huge fan of Matt being around either. I know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if it had to be, if they said, hey, dogs, you got a choice. I can get rid of the Young Bucks or I can get rid of the Hardys. Hardys, hands down. Sure. Yeah, well, somebody there is can no sh- beat some sense into the Bucks. Now, there's no shame in stopping now with all they've done. <laughs> there really isn't. I, I guess you're right, and I get, I and there, there is an audience for it Yeah. That, that I am not a part of. Sure, but they have accomplished a lot. Yeah, you're right. And you're, they can stop now. Yeah. 
<laughs> Moving into our next match, this is the TBS Championship with champion Jade Cardhill. Cargill. Cargill. God damn it. <laughs> Versus Anna J. I wanted to like this more than I did. This this is the. I mean, uh, the I was the, I was angry. The Hardys had the excuse of just they're getting older and they can't right. they can't really go as much as they could. There there was there was so much botching in this match. This is uh, this is what I wrote down for my notes. Bad, <laughs> choppy, embarrassing. Where is Tony Khan? Why hasn't he fired them? What are they doing? And for my last note, how do you botch a scorpion deathlock? Oh, that becomes a running theme. Yes, it does, and we'll talk about that. So they try. Uh, she tried to put on a scorpion deathlock, and she couldn't stand up with him. So she brought was, it down to her knees. That was the weirdest thing, because you know, well, when it's the sharpshooter and Bret Hart does it, he can do it. He does it high, and he does it low. He does a low version. That you know, where like, he's squatting, he's squatting, yeah. and it's and it and it's usually he does it to make it look like oh, this is not only is it locked in, he's making it extra painful. Yeah. This is a tense stretching moment. him. It's what he did to Austin uh, when he when they did the double turn. Yeah, you know, Austin passes out and stuff like that. Well, it looks cool when you've actually when you're actually able to hold the legs up. Yeah, the legs were firmly on the mat mm -hmm. when when they did it, and so were and so were her knees. Yes, they. This wasn't a scorpion deathlock. It wasn't anything. It was... If I had to put a name on what that was, it was an inverted reverse paradox of an Indian deathlock. Watching you try to find the words to describe it. That I, was, <laughs> I mean, the real name for it is garbage, but... That, and they did it twice. They did it twice. And I was getting mad about In it. In this match, there's other matches. Oh, yeah. Now, towards the go-home on this, we have uh, Mark Sterling uh, making his way down to the ring. Slides in a crutch. Um, Distracts the ref. Yeah, distract. Anna Jay gets it first. Mm-hmm. And that's where we have our go-home. And... Let me, I'm sorry, I, I'm losing my notes here. Um, she ends, uh, Carhill ends up hitting an avalanche and uh, gets the gets the one, two, three. Mm -hmm. Now, as soon as this happens, Chris Statlander comes down. Oh, God. And uh, the, this disappointment. Uh, she comes down to save Jay. Why? <laughs> um and then here comes a young wrestler only known as Athena. Well, no, that didn't, that didn't happen at first. But first, the, well, before Chris came down, the baddies came in the ring. You're right. You're uh, right. To, they, they were basically, that's what they were ganging up on uh, Anna Jay. That's why Chris ran down. Mm -hmm. And then. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and uh, Stokely Hathaway. Yes. I was I, that's, that was I had a, to write it down because I was almost positive I was going to forget his name. That's that's that was his ending name before he became Malcolm Bivens. Yeah. Um, who I have I never saw a lot of him in NXT, but I I became a fan of his Twitter. He is mm -hmm. a genuinely funny guy. Yeah. 
So yeah, he runs down Athena uh, car. Uh, oh God, <laughs> uh, Athena. It's just the fallen goddess Athena. Yeah, Athena runs down, and they all stand in the ring, and I think they're gonna that. Oh, they're about to. I said they're about to square off. They're gonna they're they're gonna clean house and blah blah blah. No, they just took. Well, Stokely gets in between them and gets them out. Yeah. Yeah, and they take three steps back and they powder. So, um, it, it, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I, 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 I hated this match. <laughs> it wasn't good. The, it's unfortunate. I gave it half a Meltzer. And the only reason it got half a Meltzer was because of Bivens and, and, yeah. and Bermoon. Athena, you kept saying, you, you've been saying Athena. I know. <laughs> I had to get it out of my system, Chris. It's, I was like, because I was dancing around, right. don't say Ember Moon, don't well, say Ember Moon. Well, why not? That's, what, that's, who, she, that's who she was in WWE, but that's she is now had to, here. Had to just, blah, Ember Moon. Yeah. Now. Now people have a reference. Athena. <laughs> so, uh, our next match is for the men's I thought Owens Hart uh, Owen Foundation. Hart Memorial Cup. Yeah, Owen Hart Memorial Cup. Well, it says foundation. Yeah. Owen Hart Foundation Memorial Cup Tournament. Yes. And we have Samoa Joe versus Adam Cole. Um, I did not hate this match, but I was not in love with it. You know, Joe's not looking good, man. Uh, I, I think he's getting a little bit past his time. He's physically... He still looks fine, mm-hmm. and just you know, from the just from looking at it, he was like, "Well, he's going to destroy and eat Adam Cole." Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if he couldn't do anything with him, or if he just wasn't thinking on what to do, or if he if he's just having an off night. But he he didn't look great. He looked like he usually does in a Monday Night Raw. Hmm. Um, I was I wasn't impressed. I, you 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 clearly disagree with me. I don't disagree. I just well, I mean, not hard. I I thought he seemed a bit more vibrant than he had been in WWE. I mean, he seems happier, but yeah. I I just you know what it looked like. It looked hmm. like his brain was telling him this is what to do, and his body wasn't I doing mean, it. Well, I mean, that, I, don't, I don't know if I'd go that far, but I, I think maybe, maybe, he doesn't feel, maybe he doesn't seem as into it just because it was simply just – it was just a tournament final, and it, you know, it was just I – think, I think he'll, he'll, he'll be more with it once he has an invested storyline. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, honestly, we knew who was going to win this thing anyway. Just when, when Adam Cole walks out wearing the pink and black. <laughs> funny yeah, that. No. Funny that. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, interestingly enough, I pointed out Samoa Joe is wearing green and black. Mm-hmm. The DX colors. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the go home on this one was um, Cole was uh, Cole hits the boom in the back of Joe's head. Uh, once he gets distracted because Bobby Fish ran down, uh, and he gets the one, two, three. It it was fine. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't hate it, but I was a little bit disappointed. Um, I did give it a three mm-hmm. uh, because let's be honest, everything else that we saw that night 
I don't know. Uh, well, we and, started from weird and then went to not great. So right. And um, this might not have been the best, but it was a step in the right direction. Yeah. So I gave this one three Meltzers. Okay. Um, I actually did forget a match. We did. Uh, yeah, we did. We uh, forgot the uh, House of Black oh, my versus goodness. Death Triangle. This match. Chaos. <laughs> Pure <laughs> chaos. The House oh. of Black's look has pulled together marvelously. They really have. This thing started out with some back and forth, and it's just, it's its crazy. It is absolutely nuts. Murphy, not Murphy, Matthews, Buddy Matthews looks awesome. This is the one time, if he's going to be in the House of Black, and God damn it, I hate to agree with Pritchard on this. Maybe we need to get rid of the Buddy. If he's going to be in the House of Black and wear the the creepy makeup. No, I like it. <laughs> I don't maybe he shouldn't be called No. Buddy. <laughs> no, it was just it was just it made me it made me laugh quietly myself every every time I was just like watching them heal it up and it's like that's Buddy. <laughs> that's my Buddy. <laughs> it's House of Buddy. <laughs> he looked fantastic. He did. They all did. Oh man. The the only person that I got a little bit of nitpicking with is Brody King, uh-huh. um, who decided that uh, he's like, "Hey, I I want to I want to do suicide dives too." So he and he did he 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 did it. And thank God they caught him. Uh- the back of his neck hit the apron. That's what happened. Uh, they did catch him, but. Regardless, that man almost died. Mm-hmm. Um, let's let's not do that anymore, okay? Let's go to the top rope and jump out after him. If you want to, if you if if you want to be a lucha, then uh, you just you just climb Look, on up to the top rope. You can't help but get in the spirit when you're facing off against Ray Phoenix and Penta. Ah, uh, you know, I've I've wrestled some luchas before. I can't. I, I can't do a top rope suicida. Well, that's the difference between you and Brody King, but barely. But yeah, he, he can't <laughs> do it either. <laughs> and you know, uh, yeah, nah, not at no point did I say this is a good idea, except maybe towards the end of my career when I was upset with everything. But there was nobody out there to catch me. I was just thinking about ending it all. And I was just like, you know what? I didn't even call it it. And just, just taking a header. You know, he's going to do it again. I know. (laughs) (laughs) No, this match was fantastic. Uh, The go home on this after all these crazy wild spots, uh, Pac hits, uh, hits black with the low blow. And then he sets him up to go for the black arrow. Uh, and then the lights go out. And who should be there when the lights come back on? Julia Hart. Yes, another name that strikes fear in the hearts of everyone. The cheerleader. And she spit the, as you said that night, purple mist. I'm pretty sure, yeah. It looked 
blackish, but it, on a closer inspection, it was like it was very purplish. We should look up what the purple mist does in the. Uh... I don't know if it had. I, they might have chosen it because it, I don't know if it has any real purpose. Hmm. Okay. Because I, I know the blue mist would put you to sleep, right. and uh, and the red mist would uh, blind you. Uh, the black mist kills you. <laughs> Um, the, the green mist, uh, or maybe it's the green mist that blinds you. Yeah, that's what it, the green mist blinds you. Doesn't one of them make you sick? I think it might've been the red mist that makes you sick. Yeah. Yeah. One of them makes you violently ill. It's the, we're, we're getting into a nerdy realm here with the wrestling, (laughs) but yeah, the several colors of mist do different things. Uh, so she hits them with the purple mist. Mist. <laughs> I believe it makes your name unpronounceable. <laughs> this was a short, fun match, and I, I, I had a great time with it. Uh, House of Black defeats Death Triangle. Uh, I gave it a four. Yeah, solid, solid guys. Um, now let's get back on track. Um, now we are at, excuse me, we are at the women's uh, uh, tournament finals uh-huh. for the Owen Hart Foundation Memorial. Bah, 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 bah. You got almost all the way through it, and then you just, uh, <laughs> you know, sometimes you just got to give up with things. And <laughs> Hear that, kids? <laughs> yeah, can't win, don't try. There you go. <laughs> the more you know. Britt Baker versus Ruby Soho. Again, no um, spoilers, but Britt Baker came out in pink and black. Mm-hmm. And Ruby Soho came out in green, green and black. black. So This is weird. But um, Ruby Soho comes out with Rancid playing live. Yes. And Britt comes out to the lead singer of Fozzie. Nope, lead guitarist. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Are you saying Jericho <laughs> sang her in? Well, he should have. <laughs> it would have been better. Uh, we would have had something else to talk about. Uh, the lead guitarist of Fozzie comes out noodles on a guitar, and then yeah, um, not not a fan of that. No, uh, it's 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 not working. However, Rancid, they've gotten a little bit older, I, but I, that kicked ass. It did, and I love the fact that the the lead singer for Rancid was so ready to get into it that he just kept almost smashing into his bandmates. He did. Because <laughs> they only had a small section, stage section for them. And honestly, I kept thinking to myself, I was like, just do Time Bomb. <laughs> just keep playing. Let's, I don't even want to look at this match. Just, just play Time Bomb. That's, <laughs> um, this match was fine. It, yeah. it, there was nothing spectacular about it. A uh, little botchy. Mm. Um, again, every time I say anything good about Britt Baker, she does not show up and she did okay this time. That's the best I can hope for at this point. Um, I want to like her guys. I just, the women's division is shit right now. We can only hope that people like, you know, Athena and maybe Ruby, can come in and I don't know settle these guys down, straighten them out a little bit. 
I, I, I don't know. Something's got to give because this, it, you're, you're not making any coin off these gals. You no. can't be. Um, so Bay, uh, Baker, they botched another damn sharpshooter. This was, yeah, they also did it here. Yeah. Again, with the same thing, dropped to their knees. What, I mean, how, why? And I also hate to say this, but this is something that doesn't happen in WWE because they have match agents that are right there and said, Hey, 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 don't, don't do the sharpshooter. Uh, the somebody else is doing the sharpshooter. Don't, don't. Yeah, I, again, I've noticed that before. A, it was like AEW is like I don't know. It's just like there's a there's a spot that happens in an early match. Like for instance, something that will reoccur later. Um, in the Young Bucks Hardys match, they they took the ring steps and tilt put them on their side, and they did a spot on there. Right. I think that also happened in the House of Black match. I believe it did. Yeah. Yeah. Now those are the only two spots it happened in, but. Um, but again, yeah, it feels like they see a spot happen in a match, and it's like we want to. I want to do that too. Let's yeah. do that too. That's, and it, it happened with the sharpshooter, sharpshooter in quotes. And it's not a big thing, but it kind of is. Well, if you want to take it to the next step, if it's noticeable, then it's a problem, right? Especially if it's a unique spot. Now, I'm yeah. not talking about like okay, if it, yeah, nobody has the copyright on a wrist lock no so that's or someone tosses a chair at somebody they catch it then it gets drop kicked into their face mm-hmm. like right. that's a spot that's like oh i could see that happening multiple times a night sure uh and but, it has yeah so <laughs> but like the ring steps one was kind of i don't want to say egregious but it was obvious because it yeah. was a fairly unique thing to do yeah um so they did the uh, they did the quote unquote Sharpshooter. Baker was able to break free after uh, crawling to the ropes. Yeah. Uh, So he tries for a victory roll uh, to score a pin. Baker reverses and gets the one, two, three out of there. Okay. um, Like I said, this, it was fine. Uh, It it was better than I've seen the women. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, uh, we can we can always do better. I gave it two Meltzers. Yeah, and then after that, um, they awarded they awarded the men's and the women's uh, victory victory belts. Victory belts. Yeah. Martha Hart came out and gave a short little speech. Wearing a wedding dress. Uh, it wasn't a wedding dress. It looked like a wedding dress. It's what you use. It's what you attend a wedding in, but it's not necessarily a wedding dress. She had a veil on. She did not. It, no, it was a weird hat. It, brooch it combination. Looked, it looked like a veil. It was not a veil. You're a veil. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, also, I'd like to point out uh, uh, married goals uh, because Adam Cole and Britt Baker won. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. yeah and, and again, you saw it coming. Uh, so it is what it is. Um, moving into our next match. Uh, this was. Okay. So we have uh, Men of the Year, Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page, Page Van Zandt. This is another thing, another mm-hmm. side note. Okay. Um, this doesn't happen in WWE. How many pages do we have in AEW? Hey, Page is her first name. Yes. <laughs> but we also have an Ethan Page and an Adam Page. We've got an Adam Cole and an Adam Page. Yeah. We got too many Adams and too many Pages. 
Uh, we again, this is something that wouldn't happen in WWE. Uh, and I know it sounds trivial, but it matters, especially since we're bringing in new talent and new fans that don't really know anything about anything. And you're old and you can't remember things as easy. Exactly. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So yeah, that's my little tangent. I'm going to get off of that. I, I, okay. I'm, I'm, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be honest. I wouldn't say I, I understand your point. Yeah. But I think at the same time, it's trivial, and uh, it is. But see that, and that's the thing. That's the good thing about AEW. Yeah, I get to nitpick about oh, little sure. shit, which means you don't have that many problems, except that your women's division sucks. I also, I also just wish that WWE would decide to do this before a debut. Yeah, like you know, like now Austin Theory is just Theory, which is dumb. <laughs> Yeah, and if we still had a Steve Austin, I would understand that. Sure. But um, I don't know. Austin Theory is a cool name. It is. Like, I do understand Buddy Murphy. Right. I I get that. Um. So well, here's the thing. Would would Kevin Owens be Kevin Owens now? Would he just be Owens at this point? If if it were if, if someone had if made it, the if, call, if we're gonna do that, then let's just call him Steen and be done. Because I think honestly, Steen is a cooler name than Kevin or Owens. Yeah, but they did. But yeah, but they can't trademark that. That's true. That's that is very true. You can't trademark your when own name. When does Madcap Moss become either just Madcap or Moss? It's like there's just well, this. It feels like Vince can't remember names as well as he <laughs> used to, so he just wants one word for everybody. I'm telling you, there's focus groups that are going on about that. That's what's happening. I've, I've figured those guys out. But moving into our next match, um, yeah, like I said, men of the year, Paige Van Zant, Ethan Page, and Scorpio Sky versus Sammy Guevara. Frankie Gazarian and Tay Conte. Okay. I was actually, <laughs> I was very excited to see Paige Van Zant. I have been a Paige Van Zant fan mm-hmm. for a long time. Um, I'm a big fan. Okay. So after I watched this, um, I'm still a fan, but I don't, we don't need her in the women's division, period, point blank. We don't need her there. Well, judging by your reactions during the match, um, you're still a fan, but 100% more sure she's going to kill somebody. She is going to kill somebody. There's <laughs> there's no question. They showed her a couple of moves and had her work those moves. Oh, she's and, very green, yeah. I mean, you can't. You can't debut. You can't debut somebody on a pay per view, man. You just you can't do it. It's it's just not going to work out, man. It's 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 too much for anybody. Well, at least they debuted her in a tag match. Yeah, thank God. Which honestly, um, I'm a little sick of men of the year. Uh, I'm I'm tired of it. I I don't I don't really care about men of the year mm-hmm. uh, or America's top team, whatever you want to call them. I'm I'm kind of done with those guys. I they're. They're kind of getting go away heat. I think they're 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 being annoying just for the sake of being annoying, and it's it's not working for me. It's hard to judge that considering their opponents. Well, 
That, that's tr- that's another thing. Who's the face and who's the heel in this? In this particular match, America's top team was definitely meant to be the more favored. Right. Now, Frankie Kazarian, I have nothing <laughs> bad to say. Fantastic. He worked very hard. Very while hard. While Sammy and Tay were furiously making out in a corner. That sounds like a joke, but it's not. That no. happened. Made out uh, 30% of the match. Uh <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, the, the, it wasn't, it, it was, it was a fine match. It was okay, but it wasn't great. And like I said, I'm tired of men of the year. So there's the, and the ladies just looked awful in there, uh, because Tecante, who is the experienced veteran for the ladies, well, that's, that's your problem right there. You, <laughs> Conte is horrible, and she's going to be leading Paige Van Zant, who is greener than goose shit. Um, you know, you know what happened. This was embarrassing. Um, so the go home on this, uh, Guevara accidentally super kicks Tecante, uh, leading Scorpio to hit the cutter on Kazarian for the win. Um, it was fine for what it was. Nothing, no, nothing great. Um, so, Scorpio, Ethan Page, and Page Van Zant defeated Kazarian, Guevara, and Conte. Is and then um, also Frankie Kazarian ends up walking out on them. Oh yeah, towards that match anyway. So, I gave this match two Meltzers. What are your thoughts on this? I thought it was fine for what it was. Yeah. I mean, it clearly wasn't meant to be like a very serious rivalry. And yeah, I mean, some of the spots in the match were pretty fun, especially when Kazarian couldn't get a tag out because uh, Sammy was too busy flirting with Tay on the floor. Right. There were those moments like that. It's like, it, it's like it, it gave a lot of interesting character work to the, to the, to them and what they were doing. I thought they were working with what they had very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Okay. Paige needs Paige needs some work, clearly. Yeah. But uh, I thought overall it was a pretty good match. Moving into our next match, we have Kyle O'Reilly versus Darby Allen. <sighs> that gonna make me do it again, Chris. Another botched Scorpion. That, yeah. Another one. Yeah. Also, this didn't seem like it needed to be a pay-per-view match. It didn't. We could have put this on Rampage. Or Dynamite. Yeah, one of the and, two. Yeah. It would have been fine. Hell, we dark. could have, Yeah, we, <laughs> I was going to say, we yeah. could have put this on Dark. Because it, it's clearly just a building a feud because it's the, the whole point is, is O'Reilly uh, hurt Sting's ankle mm-hmm. and Darby is having a match as revenge. Yeah. Um, they have some good back and forth. and Kyle, But Kyle pulls out the win, so... Yeah. Uh, how long is it going to be before Darby can't wrestle anymore? I don't know because I, I'd have thought he'd be done by now. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's, it's not looking good. I think he's, well, he's in his 20s, right? He's, he's a no, young kid. I don't think he is, but... Uh, it, it just surprised. Even as a young kid, these are these are moves that 
I'd be worried about anybody taking. And I, I think. Oh, that, he is young. He's twenty nine. Yeah, that's. He, he's not even thirty yet. I don't think he's going to make it to thirty five. Well, I mean, he could, but only if he drastically changes his style. He's going to have to, and yeah. in order to change your style, he's going to have to gain some body weight. He's he's going to end up walking to the ring like Austin in dual knee braces for the right. rest of his career. <laughs> We well, uh, look. We hope it's knee braces. Yeah, I mean, he could end up looking like Pitbull number one. So, mm. <laughs> uh, I'm not even going to go into that story. Um, our next match, this, in my opinion, was match of the night. Uh-huh. Um, and I know I have shit on the women's division a lot this evening. Um, Thunder Rosa versus Serena Deeb. Oh my God, this match. Wow, this was a great match. The entire living room came alive during this match. Mm-hmm. I mean, we st- they started doing catch wrestling, mm-hmm. uh, chain wrestling. Yep. And you don't see that in women's wrestling, uh, like done well anyway. Right. And this was to perfection. I'll go one further. You don't, WWE especially has this problem where it's not done at a, at a normal pace. Right. Like, it could be good, but they're going so slow that it's ruining it. They weren't. They mm-hmm. were absolutely oh, on, yeah. on, the, on their ball. They were in it. Everything looked solid. Um, Rosa locks into the, uh, the, her pendulum submission. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I mean, there, there was, I'm not going to say there was a couple of things. Because there, there were. Because there was another goddamn scorpion botch <laughs> in this. Because... <laughs> I mean, that's four. It was. That's four, guys. Four! Yeah. <laughs> four. Every rose has its thorn. God almighty. That's my only... That's the only thing that kept this from getting a five. Sure. Because of that damn scorpion. But it happened and it's over, so let's talk about it. No, the, I'm not. Oh, it's going to be another half hour before I'm done bitching about it. Well, we got one more to talk about. So. And they did a scorpion, too. That's God what I'm saying. It. So we'll get there when we get there. <laughs> let's talk about how good this match is. This match was so good. Um, like I said, the submission holds, uh, chain wrestling. The ferocity of both wrestlers. Uh, well executed on both parts. I'm not going to say that it was botch free because it wasn't, but even the botches were covered. Um, it, it was. Just, it's one of those things where it's like it doesn't it doesn't take you out of it. It's like it looks even though it's a botch, it looks normal in the heat of the moment. Right. And here's something else. Usually, when they when there's a couple of botches or something. Uh, it will take you out of the moment. Not only did they keep us where we needed to be, they drew us in. Mm-hmm. And that is something that does not happen in AEW's women's division. And, God, guys, this was, I, I can't say it enough, it was so good. Uh, Thunder Rosa ends up uh, hitting a superplex and the fire thunder driver for the pinfall. And uh, that, that was the go home on this. God, that ma- yeah, that match was so much fun. God, and, and we all popped for it. We didn't care who won no, at this no. point. I mean, well, I think everybody kind of favors Thunder Rosa, but Deeb's, she gets props. Uh, 
I latched onto her early when she was showing up as the NWA Women's Champion. I was just like, oh, she's yeah. neat. I really like her. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, Dee, I mean, again, I didn't see much of her during her WWE run, but um, seeing her here, it is definitely night and day. It's yeah, it's, great. It's it's just something to behold. And she's got a, a, she wasn't like heavy or anything before, but she's just leaner and meaner. Yeah, she's stocky. She's toned. She's ripped up, and and especially with with how with how she was in the match, she, she had a, like like I say ferocity. A ferocity yeah. I say ferocity and anger in her face the mm-hmm. whole time. She, it was so good. This match is the, the, this feud is not done. No, I don't want it to be. No, 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 no. I was so happy with the way this match went, and women's division of AEW. This is your standard. Mm-hmm. This is your new standard. Otherwise, Thunder Rosa and Serena Deeb, that's going to be on every pay-per-view and none of you. <laughs> God, don't, don't put me in charge. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll crack some skulls, man. I'm <laughs> just, I can just see you taping a piece of paper up in the back that says it's going to be Thunder Rosa versus Serena Deeb until you learn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Until morale increases. <laughs> <laughs> so that brings us uh, to our semi-main event. And that is the Jericho Appreciation Society. Wait, we missed a match. Did we miss a match? What we did missed we miss? the three-way tag match. Or is that after this? That's after. Okay, sorry. I'm sorry. I jumped ahead. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so we have the Jericho Appreciation match uh, versus Eddie Kingston. Santana and Ortiz, Brian Danielson, and Jern Merkley. Yes. Anarchy in the arena. Holy shit, was it. (laughs) Now, guys, if you know anything about this podcast, how we grade things, um, I can't give this a rating because it wasn't a wrestling match. I thought it was neat. (laughs) But, God, I enjoyed every second of this. There was blood early and blood often. Yeah. Um, everybody wore white, which was... A good sign. Yeah. Because <laughs> you like, knew. Oh, they're in white. Oh, mm-hmm. yay. So, the Jericho Appreciation Society, uh, they look like the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> it's... I, I understand, but... What do you, what do you, Jericho? What are you doing? He's, he's sports entertaining you. Yeah, <laughs> he's the wizard. <laughs> he's he's trying to get that over now. Uh, at one point, uh, Eddie Kingston disappears. Oh, and, and, and he fights Daniel Garcia into an elevator. Yeah, yeah, and then comes back out to the arena with a can of gasoline. Not just that. He start, he's walking, not not even like it's co- he doesn't he, he doesn't look co- like coherent. Right. He is just dead eyed, anger glaring at the ring as he stalks toward it. Now he is a bloody mess, blood streaming down mm-hmm. his face, completely soaked. Not entirely his blood. Yeah. But uh, but now but a good portion of it is, and he is just. Just gangster walk into the ring with a gas can. And everyone knows immediately when they see it, oh shit, <laughs> someone's <laughs> going to die. Because he had, the, he had the look that someone is going to die. <laughs> he poured it on Danielson 
and Jericho. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to light Jericho on fire. If you happen to be in the way, that's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, like, I know, I know it wasn't actually gas in that can. No. But it, but Eddie made me believe. <laughs> this is the one, the one problem that I have with this is the go home. And it's not even that big a problem because it was, you know. It, it, it was not really a match. No, so, not really. Um, Brand Danielson passes out. Yes. Uh, we could do better than that, can't well, we? Well, the precedent there is not only has he had he been fighting a match, but when mm-hmm. Eddie goes to pour the gas, Brian has to fight Eddie to keep him from lighting it. Yes, he does. <laughs> Brian has to stop focusing on the, the JAS because he, Eddie Kingston's going to try and kill somebody. Yeah. <laughs> also, if they are smart, they are going to get the best, most high-def sh- uh, still of him of Eddie Kingston walking to the ring with that gas can. Mm-hmm. And they are going to blow it up into a poster or a shirt or everything because I want that. I want and, that on a poster. And make it like GTA 5. Oh, it looked like it already. <laughs> People immediately photoshopped him onto like a GTA background. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Was like, I, and I've, I, have, I have saved a copy of that picture and I keep looking at it. I was like, I want this as a poster. I want this on something. Oh, without question. It, it was a lot of fun. That uh, is, yeah, that was a great match. And that moment is iconic to me. Yeah. <laughs> immediately iconic. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, again, can't rate this one. No. So, this one, bleh. Uh Moving into the next one. Now, this is our AEW Tag Team Championship, and this is a three-way tag team mm-hmm. championship match. Uh, this is Jurassic Express versus Team Taz versus Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. Swerve in our glory. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what they called them, right? Yep, that's uh, what they put on the Chiron. So, yeah, um, this was a fun match. I enjoyed myself. What are your thoughts? Loved it. I mean, it, it was, it's, it's hard for matches that follow something as insane as, like, 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 like what happened right before it to be able to keep things going. But this one really did. Uh, I think one of my, one of my favorite spots was um, uh, Keith Lee lets Swerve use him as a, as a, uh, as a, a wall to jump off of as he as he yes. as he dives onto somebody outside the ring. Oh man, it was there was some craziness in this match. Uh, Luchasaurus gets put out not necessarily early, but uh, probably midway through this mm-hmm. match, and we didn't really see him again. Um, he did come back because there was the uh, he had the the Mexican standoff with Keith Lee and Powerhouse Hobbs. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah. Uh, in fact, that's what I've got right here. Uh, and then, uh, then Luchasaurus accidentally hits Jungle Boy with his late kick. Yes, yes. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> this is leading to, to Lee and Swerve uh, to pick up the win. And though Jungle Boy was, uh, was able to fight through until Luchasaurus hit Jurassic Express. Boom. One two three that was it was so much fun to watch mm-hmm. um i i usually have a problem with three-way uh yeah tag yeah. team matches because they're just 
it's chaotic and it's chaos for the sake of chaos. But this actually, there was a little bit of structure in there this. There was a flow to it, and that helped. That helped a lot that, the, that all six of these men were kind of... Were, very much in tune with each other in some way. It was good to see Swerve Strickland because um, mm-hmm. I, I don't watch a ton of NXT, so I was kind of looking forward to seeing what he had going on, and, yeah. and I'm, I'm I'm impressed. Uh, I I love the match. Uh, I gave it three and a half Meltzers. Uh, now we are at our main event of the evening. Another page. Uh, Hangman, Adam Page, our champion, versus CM Punk. Now, this was a good match. But at this point, you're wary on the audience because it's late. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not just talking about us because we're old we need our sleep. I'm talking about the people in the arena. They were getting tired. It's hard to keep people invested. They were able to pull it off. They were. Um, Punk starts grinding down Paige early on, and uh, he basically just held control of it for most of the match until Mm -hmm. he hit him with a crossbody. And then he... Does another goddamn botched scorpion okay. deathlock? I will argue this one doesn't feel as botched because he had the legs up, not high, but he was lifting them. They weren't on the mat, but his knees were on the mat. Fine, <laughs> fine. But at the point he was doing it, I mean, I, I, I fine. I'm not really defending it, but <laughs> but his looked a hell of a lot better. Well, hell of a lot better. It's, hell of a lot better. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> it looked better, but not a hell of a lot better. But I will tell you something else. Um, CM Punk tried twice to hit that buckshot lariat and botched it both times. I don't know. I see. I thought the first time he, it, they might have meant to do that because you know he he does the flip and he you know, kind of falls back and he was selling the knee right mm-hmm. and that caused Paige to counter. Yeah, that's what I was like. Oh, okay, yeah, that's 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 good. And, it's like, and then he goes right back to the well and does it a second time and botched it again. Uh, well, let me tell you, I. I think that that added to the match for me. I mean, I'm not upset about it, but it's... uh, No, no, I really did, because you see, it's like, I'm trying to... He's trying to prove I'm better than you. mm Mm-hmm. But he... And he he goes... And he he plays it off, and he sells the knee. He's like, oh, okay, that was a fluke. I can still do this. I'm still better than you. Yeah. And he does it again, fucks it up again. Intentional or not, that really does add something in the moment. It does. I think... And I think that this one, um, th- this whole match was about, you know, who is the better man legitimately? Who is the right. better man on right. this? Who deserves to have that belt? Is it you or is it me? And that's why the finishers traded mm-hmm. and you kept getting two counts on them. Uh, finally, Paige hits the GTS. Mm-hmm. 
boom. One, two, punk. three. Punk. What is, oh, shit. Said they, they did. It's fine. You were talking about how they were trading. Like, so. They were trading. Yeah. They, they were, they were like, trading. Page hit it too, but didn't put him down. No, no. And that was the thing. That's the psychology that I like. And it's kind of why I wish we would stop doing the super kick so much. It, it falls into the same line. Mm-hmm. Because when Page hit Punk with the GTS, he hit it pretty solid. Yeah. Tries to get a three count, two count only. Okay, see, that tells me you can't deliver that as well as Punk can. You can't do it like Punk can. Right. right. Same thing with the super kick. If everybody's throwing 30 super kicks a night and Shawn Michaels throws one or Gentleman Chris Adams back in the day Mm -hmm. threw one, then you guys just don't know how to throw a super kick. That's, that's the problem. <laughs> you guys don't know how to kick. Uh, but anyway, that, that's my psychology no, that, lesson I, in I, wrestling. I, I fully subscribe to that too. Anyone can hit X move, but mm-hmm. when so-and-so hits it, you're done. Right, right. Um, this was, a, the, again, solid match. People were getting tired, but they stayed with it all the way through and we had the title change on this one in fairness at this point people going to these pay-per-views should know what they're going into you're right you're right in fa- i understand yeah it's 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 going to be a marathon because i mean i went to i went to a showing with uh with our friends robert and gina oh yeah and um but that was a regular show but then on top of that they taped like all their shows in a row because mm-hmm. it was, it was uh, at the time it was a dynamite, and then and then dark, and then I think there was one other thing, but I can't remember. Probably being the elite. No. 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 But it was like, yeah, it was a couple of shows in a row, so it was like it was a marathon stretch. So yeah. just the pay per view by itself, when it's a big show, you gotta know what you're getting into. Yeah, that that is true. Not that I'm blaming them, but because like, it's like that's one thing to say you know what you're getting into and still be you know tired and lagged out at the end. Yeah. I I really enjoyed this pay per view. It's not my favorite one. Um, no, but what does that say when when this is? I would say it's a it's a an okay to fine pay per view from AEW is this far ahead of what I feel when I watch a WWE one. Yeah, you're right. I'm not. I'm the only thing I'm angry about is the Scorpion Death Lock sure. in the women's division. Well, it's because everyone kept trying to do it. Yeah. <laughs> But again, that's that's the thing. It's WWE's not all bad because it keeps things like that from happening. Right. I mean, if you see if somebody screws up a sharpshooter over there, then and yes, I do keep interchanging Scorpion Deathlock and Sharpshooter, and it's because they're one and the same. Um, if somebody screws up a sharpshooter over there, that's okay because you're only going to see it one once. You're just going to see it that one time. You're not going to see it in any of the other matches. Uh, you are going to see 30 spears, though. So there's that. So there's a give and take. Well, if there's a range match, then you can double that. Right. <laughs> uh, overall, I gave the entire pay-per-view uh, three Meltzers. Sure. Um, not the best that I've seen, but definitely not the worst. I would definitely put it above all of the WWE pay-per-views that I've seen this year. Sure. Uh, uh, without question. Let me ask you. Who is your best dressed of the evening? Oh, oh, you know what? I am gonna, I am gonna give it to. Oh, there's so many good choices, though. I mean, there's a lot. Mm-hmm. I, you know, uh, Thunder Rosa. 
I thought you might say that. It, I was gonna, it was going to be either her or the, uh, the Lucha Brothers. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, without question. <laughs> <laughs> now, what about your worst dress? Oh, I don't really have one. Yeah? Nothing stood out to me as like, oh, why are you wearing that? Did you catch anything? Uh, no, not right offhand except for the, and I'm just going to say it just because it's there, the Adam Cole pink and black attack. All right. That's, that's a bad. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call that a worse dress, but I, I would say that's a poor choice because it's like, mm-hmm. that way to tip your hand. It's, like, it's on the nose. It's and very it's, on the nose. Yeah. It's, and, you know, and I'll put that on Baker too. Yeah. It's, it's, you, you just know. It's not. I think Wardlow needs different color tights. Uh, yeah. The green and white didn't do much for me. I liked MJF's uh, attire a lot. Mm hmm. I think he's worn that before, but I can't remember. I don't want to see somebody like Wardlow in a in a wrestling singlet. I need to see him. He, he either has to have the low-cut butcher, but it's all in one with the tights as well, mm-hmm. or just tights. Okay. I, don't know, I mean, I, I guess if you want to go trunks too, that's fine. But, uh, yeah, I, I would, I'm a big fan of the, the tights guy. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I think overall I've got to give my uh, MVP status to Thunder Rosa and <laughs> and Deebs. Yeah. God, what a great match. That match is so good. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's going to about do it, man. Um, David Hensley, what do you got? Oh, not much. What do you got? <laughs> um yeah, not a whole lot right now. We got another episode of This is a Rewind uh, in the can and ready to go whenever we have a week without something, which might be a minute no. because uh, we got this coming out uh, tonight. Uh, this is Thursday night, June 2nd. So next week we've got the uh, Helena Cell episode coming out, which is going to be covered by the ladies from This is a Takeover. Yes, they are. Do they know yet? <laughs> I told them. I didn't say anything about Hell in a Cell, but I told them the last time. I was like, yeah, y'all got the next one. Surprise them on Sunday. Yeah. Yep. So, um, I don't Have we made that announcement yet about no, the way? we have not. Yep. So, uh, listeners, basically what's going to happen is to, uh, since NXT kind of isn't the same brand it was anymore that when uh, from the time that uh, Shelby and Gina started the podcast to now, um, the ladies at This Is A Takeover are going to be splitting the pay-per-view duties with the gentlemen here at This Is A Work. Um, mm-hmm. So you guys will be covering the Big Four and the AEW pay-per-views, mm-hmm. while the ladies at This Is A Takeover will be covering the other pay-per-views. I don't want to say lesser pay-per-views, but here no, we are. They're, no, they're, they're not. They're just not thought of as highly as the Big Four. Right. But they're, This Is A Takeover is also going to be covering the pay-per-view Hidden door or uh, forbidden door. Sorry, <laughs> hidden door. <laughs> forbidden, hidden. Same thing. That's, yeah. And then, uh, so I think in two weeks, that means we're going to be covering Chris's next perfect ten uh, pick on the, uh, Long Walk Talks. I don't know how I feel about that, considering how the first one went. But oh, yeah. the, how could anyone <laughs> argue about your second perfect you, ten? Pick? You know, surprised. you guys built that up, and when I listened to it, I was like, okay. There's a little disagreement. It's not that bad. It's it's okay. We should have left the mics running for the discussion that happened afterwards. I can but only anyway. imagine. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's what we got. Uh, 
this week, this is a work. Next week, this is a takeover. Then Long Walk Talks. And at some point in all that, I will release episode three of This is a Rewind. Right on. We are looking forward to it. Well, dogs, if people want to reach out to you online or follow you online, where can they do that at? Well, they can get me at uh, number two underscore D-O-G-G-Z at TikTok. They can get me at Immortal Two Dogs on Twitter. And they can get me at This Is A Work Podcast on Instagram. Very nice. Chris, what about you? Well, if they want to find me, they have to brave the waters of Twitter and, and, and Chris the OK. All right. And if you want to follow me personally online, you can do that on Instagram at DB Hensley. If you want to keep up with Long Walk Productions, you can visit us online at longwalk.us or search for Long Walk Productions and Long Walk Podcasts on Facebook. To see more of our original work or hear past episodes that are no longer streaming, you can follow the YouTube links in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and if you enjoy this show or any of the shows on the Long Walk Podcast Network, please make sure to leave us a rating and a review on whatever platform you are listening on. And for David Hensley and Chris the Fashion Plate Barnes, this is David Two Dogs Hayes saying, guys, if you got out of bed today, you had a job to go to, and somebody that cares about you when you get back home, folks, this match is over. And you just won via pinfall. Thank you for listening to This Is A Work. Is now a bad time to renegotiate my contract?